you know and one one principle which i which i always talk about is make these connections without asking for anything in return that's the principle help people without expecting anything in return that is what genuine connections and networking is all about and i think that's why it matters hi welcome to another episode of the angry coach today i am extremely delighted to have coach palav along with me coach palav welcome to this show thank you vivek thank you very much it's a privilege to be with you thank you uh coach palav is an executive coach he works with several very senior leaders in order to help them elevate their executive presence uh coach palav has been in this space for the last 9 years um along with an almost 18 year long journey in his corporate uh, job coach palav it's a pleasure to have you with us today and let me start by my first question and this is something i ask everybody what makes you angry <laughs> that's a very interesting question so this is going to be funny but um, what makes me angry vivek is the fact that leaders do not invest time in networking you know in building genuine connections hmm. within and outside of work and why i said this is funny is because for the first 17 years of my career i didn't do it as well right and when i got to understand the importance of genuine connections networking you know um, building those relationships just without even any purpose um and i understood the importance of it um that's what i started helping people with you know during my coaching engagements but uh, i have seen leaders despite that some people still have these beliefs and have these um you know some of these attributes which makes them stop from doing it right they don't want to go out and build connections uh that's that's really something that makes me angry <laughs> first it was my with myself and now <laughs> i get angry <laughs> uh leaders when they don't do it yeah this is a very interesting point and what you're mentioning is that leaders not making genuine connections with people is something that gets you angry is that fair yes absolutely now what would make these connections important if i am a leader in an organization why do i care about building connection with anybody yes and this is exactly the question that i used to have in mind why should i do this hmm. you know and the first thing that hit me uh, when i had these questions and when i had my own realization is my work should speak for myself right you know why should i go and connect with people what's the purpose and this is when i realized that uh, it is there need not be any purpose the connections can be even purposeless so i always ask this question who said that there needs to be a purpose where is it defined right and that makes people sit back and reflect yeah where who says that there is a purpose behind every connection i can just go and have a chat i can just make friends you know talk about anything outside of work right um so why it matters coming back to your question is it it 
matters because you know as a principle if you look at life we are all independent beings but at the same time there is a lot of interdependence on whatever that we do we always need each other's help come what may whether it is family whether it is friends whether it is neighbors is office colleagues we always need help either we are helping them or they are helping us in some way or the other right uh but what what i have seen is sometimes people have these very small networks where they have always gone to or they that those people have come to them and that's it and that's it and then at some point in time especially from a professional standpoint people get stuck in their career they have this question why am i not moving ahead why am i not i am doing everything right my work is fantastic you know i am doing all the hard work i am meeting all the metrics why am i not moving ahead and this is where that importance starts coming in they feel they know a lot of people the question is do other people people who matter they, do they know them right have they created that enough visibility about the hard work that they have done within the organization for themselves for their teams right um are they bringing in those diverse perspectives right which may happen only when you talk to different different set of people correct within or out the organization and i think that that is where that thing gets stuck where people feel you know i'm doing everything but i'm not moving ahead this is where the difference starts making right when you when you start going out talking to people connect with diverse set of people it automatically boomerangs back starts connecting you back and you find your space within the organization and that's where i think it matters a lot i have personally experienced it especially after moving into my uh, uh, you know coaching career when i started in these connections i have seen how it has actually helped me in the long run right and you know and one one principle which i which i always talk about is make these connections without asking for anything in return that's the principle help people without expecting anything in return that is what genuine connections and networking is all about and i think that's why it matters help people without expecting anything back in return is that that's a very key important message as well now yes, a lot of yes, very yes. good points palav i think the first one that i gathered from you is make genuine connections outside your own comfort zone correct um the second thing that i captured from you is the bigger your network the more opportunities start coming your way correct and the third thing that i'm also gathering from you is it also allows you diversity of perspective uh, and allows you to therefore improve yourself as an individual is that fair absolutely absolutely and the fourth thing which people miss out is one is you get that benefit but the fourth thing which i feel is the crux is you also become a resource for somebody else to help right and you know just imagine that if you are becoming a, a resource or a connection which can help somebody else how how genuine that is and how fruitful or how satisfying that is that because of you somebody else has been helped and that is the bottom line 
right uh, people fail to understand this they only think it is one way that i should do connection because something that i will get later no that's not the point i think that's a very fair point that's a very fair point so what you're saying is connect with diverse people without any agenda in mind and yes. that allow yourself to become of help to others so that uh, things improve on their own is that correct absolutely absolutely bang on correct and that's a very fair advice thank you so much for sharing this coach palav now another thing that i'm curious about is what prevents people from building these networks what prevents people from just going out and building connections a very good question and this is something that i try to address is and i go to the very roots of this you know the answer is stuck in the values that we are being brought up with you know values are like those seeds which are planted right at the core of all of us right so one one specific thing that i've observed is leaders who have been brought up whose values is more of uh task orientation values is more of spending time in their own self they like to be uh you know spending time with their families close friends privately these are the leaders who find it difficult to go out and start making genuine connections right that's the value system is what prevents them that's the root of uh, is my assumption is my you can say research basis you know the 2000 hours of coaching that i have done <laughs> across this 9 years that's the root cause if i have to call it out okay uh because values also create a lot of unconscious biases within ourselves right and that's where the question which you asked why should i connect i have come till here without doing anything without doing anything of this sort why do i need to then connect right that awareness of the unconscious bias when that hits then people start to make those changes but it's it's easier said than done right? it's easier said than done now um one part about it is if i have a extroverted uh personality it's easier for me to connect i find it easier to talk to people right and i can understand that now if somebody is like me and i'm an extremely introvert person right i can remain locked up inside my room my entire life and i don't think uh, i will miss anything or anybody else will miss me um and yet i do have to go out and work i do have to go out you know do whatever i do on a daily basis what advice would you is life doomed for a person like me or what advice would you have for a person like me super that's a great question one of the things which i may advise uh, for people who would like to spend time on their own is to ask themselves what would happen if i start talking to people who are different from me okay what would what would be the benefits of that that's point number 1 the second thing which people like you know uh, like introverts and even i am an introvert uh, you know when uh, say that you know um, how is it helping me 
in my career to continue to be the way I am. Right? Um, that's the second question which I which I would like to ask people. And the third is how is it helping my organization and the people who I work with? Right? If I continue to be like this throughout my career, right? Because I have, I may, like a lot of introverts, they're quite knowledgeable, most of them. They, they have a lot of knowledge, they have a lot of wisdom, they think a lot, they reflect a lot, they are quite self-aware, right? So they gather a lot of knowledge, they are good observers, right? But what's the point in keeping all of this knowledge with only yourself? How can I go out and share this knowledge so that I can help people and they can grow? That's the point which I was making previously. How can I give this? Right? How can I how can I be a giver? Right? Correct. Rather than only just acquiring something. How can I also give back? And there is a very interesting poem on uh, you know dying empty. Die empty. That's the title of the poem. I don't know whether you have heard about this, but it says die empty, which, which kind of ends this that, you know, when, when finally I'm in the grave, what am I taking back? <laughs> right? Nothing. Why can't I just give out everything and die empty? <laughs> you know, it's a beautiful poem, uh, which I often reflect back on and uh, I will I'll share that, but this is, that's, that's the thought process. That's what my advice would be. Don't die full, die empty. So you're saying die empty because whatever you have to give, put a conscious effort in giving it out. Is that correct? Yes. Yes. Absolutely. And and we see that in our Eastern philosophy, right? Give, it will come back in abundance whenever give. it has to. I give and it will come back in abundance in Yes, that's a fair point. So what I'm hearing from you is if a person is an introvert like me, for example, um, the first thing is find out something that I am very passionate about sharing with the rest of the world, right? Very sharply identify what do I, how do I want to make this world a better place, correct? And, And that in a way immediately elevates me to a position where I want to share. Is that fair? Yes, absolutely, absolutely. Because also what happens is, people who are introverts, they have this feeling that, okay, if I go out and talk and if I go out and build connections, will I come across as somebody who is selfish or am I building connections only if I want something in return, right? So all you need to do is just reframe. I don't want anything in return. Let me give back. Without expecting anything at all. Right. Right. So identify this one core purpose and that naturally will nudge you and change the story in your own mind. That's also something that you alluded to, which is um, versus what people will think. How can I be helpful to them? Becomes a shift in your own mindset. Absolutely. Absolutely. Hmm. And is this the way, Coach Palav, you also help people change their own belief system? I know beliefs and actioning on the change of beliefs is something that is core to you. Tell us a little bit more about some of the beliefs you've seen in people. 
some of them which we just spoke about right uh, which am is, i selfish will i come across as selfish is a belief like will i come across as selfish or um uh, you know um, i am i am like this i don't like i am to talk like to this i don't like to talk to people right uh, uh, what if i am trying to connect with someone and if they if i am disturbing them or if they don't like me uh, connecting with them right now when i listen to these conversation and these statements the very simple question which i ask is have you ever tried it or when have you tried this and the typical answer is no i have never tried i'm but what if this happens how do what you know this happens right you know it's like it's like uh, give this analogy it's like a jaspreet bumrah bowler saying that should i bowl a yorker will i be hit for a six or will i will i get him out <laughs> how do you know unless you bowl that that's right? a very fair statement uh-huh. so right so beliefs in a way are stories we have built within our own selves without perhaps adequately checking it yes yes you have not tested it we have not experimented it you know that this is a very non threatening word have you experimented it you know what if you experiment see what, what happens experiment what will happen in that case that's a yes. very fair statement that's a very fair statement um palav this has been very helpful thank you so much i'm going to continue this journey a little further with you you've been a coach right um, i'm very curious to know how did you end in this career how did you make this a choice ha huh. that was a very interesting uh, story so this goes back uh, almost 13 years uh, back in 2010 where i was challenged by one of my super bosses uh, on my performance so for the first 10 years of my corporate experience i always used to be a high performing leader right uh, in the top 10% but there was this leader who came in and challenged my leadership style and actually downgraded my rating for that particular year and that was a shock for me um i couldn't understand what happened right uh fortunately for me i used to read a lot of books on self help on leadership and one principle which i always followed and have been following all along and thanks to this um wonderful book which i read right at the beginning of my career seven habits of highly effective people which talked about take ownership right do things which are in your control don't focus on things which are out of your control right uh, that principle actually helped me and i started asking myself what can i do now what's in my control now that my rating has come down what can i do differently right and uh, while i was reflecting i was introspecting i came across another book called go put your strengths to work by marcus buckingham and that book had some brilliant exercises on identifying what are you really passionate about what are you really uh, what do you do which uh, which gives you complete joy right which you feel you are in a flow right. and that is when i identified when i am having these one on one conversations 
developmental conversations feedbacks or coaching or giving you know some talking something motivating to my team members because i handle a large teams that came out as a very very clear strength okay i uh, have these one on but at that point in time i didn't know that coaching as a profession exists which was 13 years back okay but you know um after four or five years i was given an opportunity to be coached by someone right so i was being coached when i saw myself getting coached that was a light bulb moment saying ha this is exactly what it is this is what i was looking for i can do this myself this is this is joining all the dots and that's when i connected got myself trained as a coach and then the rest is history amazing amazing one of the things i'm curious about is um what advice would you have for anybody who is you know wants to be a coach but has not taken the full time plunge you were in a job you were in a very good job but you took a full time plunge here what advice would you have for anybody who is thinking about starting coaching as a career or who is on the offense and thinking about okay should i do this full time should i continue remaining in my job how would you what advice would you have wonderful question my first advice would be experience coaching themselves experience coaching themselves hmm. yes hire a coach for yourself hire a coach who you trust do your research get yourself coached feel that experience yourself because once you feel theory people can explain i mean i can explain you know you can explain saying that this is how coaching is this is how it works this is how it helps but the real thing is experience coaching at least for 6 months 3 months to 6 months that will give you enough and more knowledge about how then you can become a coach or whether you would like to be one right especially especially if somebody values helping people if somebody values um developing people right if that becomes their strength at some point in time this is a go to career for those people you know people who are in so i know a lot of hr people already get into this but even people who are in operations people who are in it any industry but if they are handling people if they feel that they can develop people they like to people this is something that they should first experience and then probably then they can take that plunge right so experience it yourself first and once you've experienced it and once you feel that's the right choice for you it's only then that you want to get inside it is that fair absolutely absolutely that would be my advice excellent um also if i were to pick up our earlier thread coach palav for a person who is wanting to network for a person who wants to build more diverse connections what would some of your advice elements be for this person you you made a very interesting point uh, vivek you know identify what your strengths are right if somebody wants to really go out and start building genuine connections identify what your strengths are what your passion is what knowledge what skills do you already have which you believe you can actually share it with others which can with which you can add value to someone right if once you have been able to identify that start sharing it and now with social media with linkedin with whatsapp you can actually start sharing what you 
are doing right whether it is sharing your articles whether writing blogs whether you know talking to someone and helping them out i can even go to a further extent a lot of people already know very good uh, people around their own network they are already well connected help somebody else by connecting to someone else right even that can be a great way to help people you may not be able to directly help someone see if you can connect identify opportunities wherever you feel you can be of help to someone right in any way in any way i think once you are able to start doing that genuinely as we said without expecting anything in return you will automatically see people will start seeing people will want to build connections with you people will start wanting to build connections with you that is such a fair Same. point that's such a fair point coach palav this has been a fantastic conversation thank you so much for being with us today before we leave any final thoughts that you'd like to share with our audience i think uh, first of all thank you for inviting me i think and allowing me to share my thoughts my perspectives some very very interesting questions that you asked me right um since we were talking about the topic of networking and that's also very close to my heart there is this beautiful book which i would like to recommend people if they if they like to read it uh it's by adam grant uh, uh called give and take uh, there are some genuine stories of world leaders how they have been genuine givers all their life right with exactly the same principle right and you know see how how everything starts getting connected i got to know about this book just a year back okay this principle i learned earlier so it's exactly the same thing which he mentions in this book which is give without expecting anything in return but the kind of stories that this book has will start making you think okay what can i do from my side now right how can i add value to this world so i think definitely a must read book for people who still have those beliefs that uh, why should they network or how should they network um this is the go to book for uh, them that would be my one final uh, parting thought um, and uh, yeah that's it just be a giver given take by adam grant i think it's a fantastic book i have it on my to do's and uh, thank you once again for reinforcing this particular belief coach palav for your time and your thoughts thank you so much today thank you thank you very wonderful having this conversation with you and you know it's wonderful to connect with you once again thank you so much